The Arcane Dice Podcast presents This week on the Arcane Dice Podcast With the Plague King and Stormbearer suddenly missing The heroes try to find out exactly what happened and are pushed by the Raven Queen to complete their task Don't forget This Thursday is a brand new episode of Dungeon Crawl Legacy of the Mad Mage All this and more on this week's episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Arcane Dice Podcast. Hey there, I'm Dave, one of the members of the Arcane Dice Podcast. First of all, I would like to thank you all for coming back week after week to hear our little story. We really appreciate that and hope to continue to entertain you for years to come. There's a lot of podcasts out there and we're happy you've chosen us, but maybe you're looking for an additional podcast to listen to while waiting for our new episodes. We have a new friend of the podcast who would love to fill that spot. Snide's Return is a tabletop role-playing game interviews and actual play podcast. We interview content creators, Twitch streamers, and fellow podcasters, and we put out our own actual play using a variety of different systems. So come and join us, come and have a listen. You can find us on Twitter at Return Snyder. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, or check out our website at www.snidesreturn.squarespace.com badge on their toques and instead of oakley's they'll totally be special forces gnomes yep wow another one you know my dad really wanted like garden gnomes because you can get ones that are like holding little guns and shit like that so you can hide them around the yard but like everywhere that i found online like the reviews say is like the game broken i'm like oh that's upsetting (laughs) it's true yeah so i was gonna where pigs fly, but White Out was ridiculous yesterday, and I only had enough energy to go into one store. But to be fair, though, Chase, I mean, when when people reported them as broken, did they mean, like, emotionally? Because that's pretty standard for veterans. So. Oh, no. <laughs> Orange juice out the nose. Orange juice out the nose. Orange juice and Prosecco. Mm-mm. Prosecco. Isn't that like a type of meat? No, it's bubbly champagne. Oh. You're thinking prosciutto. Prosciutto. Yes. Um. Hi, Maddie, Maddie, Matt, Matt. Hola. Hola. Como esta? Sorry, I'm a bit late. I was sleeping on the couch. (laughs) How dare you? Yeah. You owe us eight minutes. Hey, I tried to be here at 9.30. What? I only worked a short one today, so I was home by 9.30. Title of your sex tape. (laughs) Are we all ready for adventure? No. Epic adventure. Super duper. Got my headset plugged in now. Yay. Where did we leave off last? Oh shit! I think we just had a long rest. 
Oh, yes. Stormbearer, Plague <laughs> King, and their souls are all trapped in their own little soul cage. Uh, where Stormbearer, we left off with you looking at uh, these two titans of magic kind of going at it. Uh, <laughs> with the rest of you kind of looking around uh, the courtyard after that flash, seeing the birdcage, realizing that this is um, the same thing that you guys have. Uh, and we can say that the cleric started on the long rest spell. I mean, we can say We just got to find out if it was true. Could we say that half of them are starting on the long rest spell? Uh, it would require all of them to do the long rest spell. All oh, the uh, all the undead are dead now, aren't they? I mean, you guys can just take a long they, uh, rest. Yeah, I thought they, they started stopped. meandering away. Just they flopped. They stopped fighting. They just kind of like went. Just kind of like waiting instruction. Uh, Dusha, you had the incubus. We had locked him in the cage. Yes, you had locked him in the uh, the magic circle. One of them. And we're, uh, you were thinking of throwing him in the mirror, weren't you? No, no. Although that's not a bad idea either. <laughs> I mean, mirror's always my go-to, but... Just because I, I hope that one day you guys will slip up and tell me what the password is. <laughs> All right, so we are going to start off with no combat because... Uh, everything is kind of died down. The two, or with the plague king gone and the zombies not doing anything, the king's soldiers are just going to start cleaning up. Uh, they'll start the long rest spell, uh, and you guys will be there, kind of looking at this soul cage, wondering what to do. I'm a soul cage. Do 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 do. I'm a soul cage. I would like to animate the soul cage so it can no. sing that. No. Please? No. And the object? <laughs> no. So let's start with Dusha. After you lock up the incubus, what do you want to do? Well, I had already gotten or spoken to uh, Mator and was asking him to get the clerics and the king to start searching for any sign of where these guys had gone. And I had also turned to Ollie and I believe I was uh, trying to convince her to start using her her spells to track people. Uh, all he had figured out that this was the soul cage. Did you tell us? I think that's, I think it was the very last thing we had talked about 
uh, last week was Ollie telling you guys what was going on, and you guys bring out that Stormbear was trapped inside uh, with the two souls. Yep. Soul cage. Which maybe, probably not. I don't think that's a spell that I can get. Dave's character is just like locked up, you know? Ollie's kind of trash. What do you mean? Action. He's, uh, he's in a good place. Boy, am I not good at fighting, but good at knowing things. I got you. Sort of. Got you, sometimes. fam. Yes, but according to G.I. Joe, knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. Wait, wait. Alright, uh, has, who has Soul Cage right now? I've got the cage. Yeah, I was gonna say responsibility. No, no, I wasn't putting that in the kernel. Yeah. Alright, so you been... have the Soul Cage. Um, let's see that. Those two were killed. She guys got uh Dusha. A few minutes after the dust settles, blind Stormbear vanishes. Uh and Ollie's told you guys about the soul cage, and you put two and two together, uh, that Stormbear is in there. Uh what do you want to do with the second soul? How big is this second soul cage? Is this just another tiny little fucking... Yep. Little half a foot. Yeah. They're not very big. Are we going to leave the soul cage snippled I'm just amazed that Ollie hasn't gone running over to snap this thing off. Or at least, like, offer it some sort of a elemental gem or something. All right. Wow. Uh, you just think I'm full chaotic, hey? Stormbear. Yes! Had you, you chosen run towards the two mages fighting in the fields beyond you, right? I, would, I wouldn't say run. Yeah. Um, he's got... Uh, I mean, he saw us in the background. Uh, and, uh, you know, the job's not done. So he is, uh, you know, basically a great short sword uh, resting over his shoulder, and he is, uh, he is making his way over there. Right? Like, this is... Uh, now, like he's just off to go and right. uh, chop down some wood. As you head down towards these two mages battling it out, uh, you witness several times over. Not running; it'll take you a couple turns to get there. Several times over, one of them throws a massive fireball engulfing the other one in flames. You witness the skin melt away and the bones crumble to ash uh, before they are with about and reformed alive once again 
where he sends uh, a corrosive wave of insects at his opponent, eating away the flesh and his bones fall to the ground uh, before he once again is whisked up and his uh, body reformed. Uh, and as you make your way closer and closer, uh, they both notice you. And uh, how much HP are you at right now? That's just making a concept. Uh, 29. 29. 29 is a solid save. Uh, let's just double check the spell. Is that his save or was that his hit points? That's my hit points. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I need a con save, please. Uh, it's going to be... Oh, who to roll? First roll of the day and it's probably going to kill me. Just describe it, though. Go all... Well, the good news is it seems like everybody's coming back from the dead on the regular here, so... Right. <laughs> I'm just going to look at this as an opportunity to harvest experience points. I think every go. time uh, I kill them, I should get experience points. Uh, 23 on the Constitution save. There's no save for this spell. Uh, my mistake. If oh. a creature you choose has 100 hit points or fewer, you instantly die. Uh, Strumbear, they notice you walking over. They turn to you. Uh, one points a finger and uh, just says a word that you inherently know means to die. Uh, and you feel your heart clench uh, and you go cold as you hit the ground uh, dead, only to find yourself a uh, hundred or so feet back uh, from where you were, your body reformed and uh, your dying carcass gone. Nice. Some people would call this hell. To hear, I can also take Soul Cage. <laughs> Some people would call this hell. This is like Stormbearer's version of heaven. A little bit. You once again charge forward, this time uh, sneaking up behind the gnome uh, that you realize uh, and run your greatsword through uh, and he falls to the ground dead as the advisor hurls a lightning bolt and strikes you dead only for you each to find your bodies reformed uh, seconds later, hundreds of feet away from where you just currently were. Uh, and this will go on for some time, you sneaking up on them or catching them off guard uh, and beheading them or cleaving them in half. Uh, they'll get a shot off on you uh, and you'll die and find yourself reformed. Uh, and this is going to go on. Uh, while the party outside decides what to do uh, with the soul cage. Nice. Nice. More blood for the blood god. Right? Well, it's really, it's like uh, uh, Stormbearer. Yeah. Did I, did I put anything on Stormbearer? I can't remember if I'd put on um, a, a death ward or something like that. He, he had, had bless. He had a it, death ward a while ago, but it, it wore out. Yeah. Yeah. Blue he had some... shit. Never oh. Uh, Dusha. As you glance back towards the soul cage, um, you're going to feel almost like heart palpitation. Uh, and your body is going to go 
cold. And in your mind, uh, you're going to receive a quick vision, a flash of raven feathers falling to the ground. Uh, and scenery opens up for you, and you recognize um, El Terrell uh, as the city around you. It's almost like a calling. Oh, sure. Now she sent message when we're busy. Now is no time. So the Raven Queen is telling us to get our butts back to El Terrell with... Well, you guys currently have all the souls between two soul cages. So then, this is another actual physical device... So, I have a question. Yeah. The Raven Queen, like, who is she communicating to in the party? Is it just, like, the original party members that she spoke to, or is it all of us? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Molly goes off script. Molly goes off script. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not sure uh, if we would... want Ollie having access to the Raven Queen. Oh, God, no. Yeah, have, have you thought this through, Glenn? Because <laughs> things are about to go sideways fast. I think it'll be fun. Sure. <sighs> All right. Uh, Tell Ollie gives access to a god. It's just for science. Nothing bad could happen. Soldiers begin rolling into the courtyard. Uh, at first, uh, setting up a temporary shelter, uh, like a command center here, uh, with the king sending out troops and messengers uh, as the clerics continue chanting their spell. Uh, as the soldiers arrive and help clear out uh, the remaining dead here, uh, quickly putting them out of their misery and the ones that are still standing and dragging out bodies uh, to be burned uh, in pyre directs. Uh, you guys would be able to overhear uh, and very quickly hear that uh, it's happened throughout the city. All the undead uh, that had made their way into uh, Gauntlet Graham have stopped attacking uh, and have just gone into this kind of even more lifeless state. Well, there's undead and there's dead dead. <laughs> I'm just I'm wondering if, like the energy source for the undead is gone or like they were drained of the rest of the energy for you know uh if you would know because you looked at the soul cage it would be because he's no longer on this plane of existence he's in his own little demi plane trapped in the soul cage gotcha dusha is definitely going to snap up the soul cage before ollie can get to it sorry ollie yeah, I'm trustworthy, you thank you. You tried uh, to give a gem to a creature just to see what would happen in the middle of a fight. True. Only good things. Trustworthy, that does not make. If it wasn't for Mortor's Drake deciding that Shiny was tasty. You know what's really funny is I still have more of those gems. Yes, we're aware. Um, you know, only good of things could have happened from that. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, 
uh, Tisha, as you pick up, uh, as you pick up the other soul cage, you're going to get that feeling of being called to El Terrell once more, uh, along with this kind of sense of completion uh, from the source you recognize as the Raven Queen. Well, that doesn't leave a lot for us to do here. So, um, does this... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ollie. The soul cage, I thought it takes a soul as, like, the creature dies. So, is, like, Stormy legit dead? Uh, he has gotten his... Well, you guys wouldn't know. He's quantum entangled. Use What's a that particle called? Six times. Once you exploit a soul for the sixth time, it is released. Spell ends. Uh, the dead human, the dead humanoid, it can be revived. These are a little bit modified. Be able to modified. specifically contact Stormy in there and speak directly with him using the souls. <laughs> Shake it up like a snow globe. Stormy, hello. Yeah, I was gonna Stormy. say because like, are you with in there? Soul cage, you can interact with them. That's in there, but according to the spell, you can only do that up to six times. Yes. We gotta make our actions wisely. Well, no, so no, you it's each individual soul. Uh, Stormberry, you find yourself uh, in the middle of a conflict. Uh, when suddenly you feel yourself kind of pulled and stretched away uh, from the mages, suddenly you find yourself sitting inside uh, this little bird cage, overlooking douche holding you up, uh, calling for you. Uh, and douche, you will see a little storm. What are you doing in there? Get out! <laughs> Dusha, it is it is the most glorious. I have, I have. Uh, Stormbear, roll me a D one hundred. A D one hundred. Have you good? Right. Uh, nope, 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 nope. Give me a second here to find a D one hundred. Ninety three. A ninety three. Ooh, Stormbearer, you were in there for 93 years fighting on repeat, the mages. In That's an endless loop of, you've become an expert at stalking them. That's, uh, that's how long I've been in there already? Yes. Unaging. No need to eat or anything like that. But you will have been in there for 93 years fighting these two mages. Uh, as they hunt you, and I'm going to say it's probably devolved now, uh, where they hunt each other down, including you, and try and come up with the most painful ways uh, to injure each other without having you killed to be reformed somewhere else. Uh, so. uh, okay, well, yeah, then then you're going to see, like, a smiling uh, Stormbearer 
uh, in this in this little bird cage. Dusha, I did not think I did not think I would ever see you again. I am I am in paradise. The battles, Dusha, the battles are epic. They go on and on and on. Oh, I have I have killed them so many times, and they have killed me. <laughs> Here's the, the thing, stormer, like, so stories stuff on him for every time he's uh, killed. He's not seeing chest tattoos. <laughs> no longer. See, Stormy doesn't have anything. No, none of the access to spells like the wizards do. So what I see Stormy doing is like physical traps, like setting up so that a tree falls on the guy, oh, or pit traps, random. right? Like, it's predator. Total oh, yeah. predator. Yeah. Right. Well, it's like Macaulay Culkin on steroids. Right. Right. I mean, it's like this is for this is the ultimate gladiatorial combat for him. It just it brings him back to his gladiator days. It literally you know, in heaven. His psyche, like. <laughs> oh, this, yeah. This is Stormbear. You get the feet, Mage Slayer. Nice. <laughs> I am going to write that down right now. You, you should. Right? I have to. Uh, feats, feats, feats. Mage Slayer. So, so quick, uh, quick question for uh, Stormy, I guess. Um, in the 93 years of battle, at any point during any of that, have you gone towards uh, the Stony Tower? Um, so, over the years, uh, Stormbear, you know that the two mages uh, vie for control of the tower. Uh, right. And any time you have ever made an attempt to get in, you've been beaten back by magical traps and wards set all throughout the tower. And it's actually been uh, impossible over the 93 years to make it actually into the tower. You've always been killed beforehand. And the mages seem dead set on controlling and keeping. I think that Glenn is underestimating how stubborn Stormy is. <laughs> oh, not that he hasn't tried uh, at all. Uh, he would be unable to. Uh, as good as Stormy is, Stormy is going to lose more times than he wins. Uh, unfortunately, he just can't beat spells. Well, yeah, yeah. right? That's... uh. That's a given, right? Like, you outsmart them, but they are the best mages of their time. Uh, and they'll quickly adapt just as he'll adapt, but they're, they are going to be correct. This, this is like the ultimate training, um, you know, regimen that he could ever come up with. This, I mean, yeah. this is Valhalla times 20. And, and the thing about fighting mages is you can lose a hundred times, but as soon as you win once, you've won. Right? Is, like it, that's it, not it what Valhalla is. Can I just point that out, please? <laughs> no, Valhalla, they would go and they would fight all day long against each other, giant armies. Yep. And then at the end, at the end of the day, they're that's all how brought you get back to up. Valhalla. No, no, no. But when you're in Valhalla, 
you fight all day and then you party and feast all night. That was Valhalla. No, it's like a, it's an endless ongoing feast where they rear the same pig, eat it, then resurrect it so they can eat it again. Right. Because it's delicious. Yep. They fought all day preparing for the Ragnarok. It is true. That was always my impression of it as well. Yeah. But yeah. I understand what you are saying uh, and what it is like for you. Uh, so, Dusha, as you see Stormbearer in there, uh, and he's talking ever weird and wild and crazy, uh, what do you want to do? Give him another shake. Stormy, how do I get you out of there? Is he like a, what are the, the magic eight balls? Yeah. <laughs> you get a new answer this time. Please try again. Uh, Stormbearer, you think that there is probably a way to get out. I, I, I imagine that if you ever had the inkling to get out, though I doubt you really have, other than, like, you know, to see your clan again or whatnot, uh, you believe that the way out has to do with the tower, uh, but that wouldn't explain why the mages have never gotten out, because uh, they've had control of the tower. Uh, but if there's a way... Maybe, maybe Dusha the tower. Uh, I try to make it there from time to time. Uh, but those damn wizards. They're so wizardy. Oh, but I get mine. Outside of the tower, I get them. Oh, I get them. But why would I leave? I am in paradise, Dusha. I am watched for nothing. Don't you want to fight other foes? If you have killed those ones, that means you have bested the challenge. There are other challenges ahead of you that you must fight and face. You cannot do that from inside. They're fighting the same thing over and over again. That is like easy mode. <laughs> no, no. Easier, I think I think Storm's idea of claiming the tower for himself as the ultimate victory as it would be the only thing he'd be unable to do there. Right? I will I will get that tower. Yeah. But Dusha... <laughs> the, the act of it as sacred. They still win more than I do, Dusha. I am, I am not an expert yet. Here's the thing. It's like you really enjoy doing puzzles, but like the only puzzle that you can do is the same puzzle. At a certain <laughs> point, you're going to get tired of the puzzle, are you not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Stormbearer's I intelligence is... that this is his fate. Everybody has like an echo for me. Sorry. Uh, I said he probably would have accepted this as sort of his fate uh, and setting goals for himself is the only way really to remain as sane as he can. He the thought of getting into that tower as the ultimate goal and he isn't super worried about like how repetitive it is at this point because 93 years doing this day in and day out is a long time. He's probably given up hope on ever actually like leaving and just accepted this as his his fate. His afterlife. Yeah, this is his afterlife. He's, 
being rewarded here for this, and this is no longer a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, he's got a he's got an intelligence of ten. This is uh... that's an average person. That's an average person. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, but not I mean, an idiot. No, but he's not going to think any. You know your letters and numbers. I know my letters and numbers, <laughs> and he's accepted it. He's not going to find the the deeper hidden meaning behind this uh, this situation. Deuce is going to turn to Ollie with the cage. Ollie, how do we get him out? How do we pass him stuff in so he fight mage more effective? Ooh, um, that is a great question. Uh, Ollie, you would know that the only way to get things in there would be for the, the full cage to collect it, uh, just like Stormbear was collected. Just subtly over at Mortor for a second. <laughs> so, like, here's the thing: is like, if we stick a baby carrot, in, is it going to be like a carrot the size of a house? If oh, you would be able to actually like the bird cage. It's a meta- metaphysical re- representation. It's not actually a not actually real. Thing. You know, uh, a girl can. Dusha drops a carrot on Stormy and kills him. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> and Stormy would not appreciate a carrot. He would prefer a cow or a goat or something like that. I'm not it sure I can like get that into the cage. Yeah. Realize, cage this big, carrot that big, cow that big. Once you explain it, well, really all you have to do is uh, kill so the cow. a question. Reading between the lines of this spell... A soul and soul remains inside the cage until the spell ends or you destroy the cage, which ends the spell. While you have the soul inside the cage, you can exploit it at any of the ways described below, which is not anything that can really help me here. But you can use a trap soul up to six times. Once you exploit a soul for the sixth time, it is released. So realistically, if we fuck around with Stormy six times, does he not get out? Yes. Uh, The soul would be released, yes. Yes, but we don't have a body here for him. Did his body stay here, or did his body also go in there? Body gone. Oh, now we have a fucking cullis. Man, <laughs> and I had an opportunity to be able to create a homunculus. Fuck. <laughs> Can you put a soul into a homunculus? It's just a... <laughs> it's technically a... Yeah. With the proper arcana checks and... Oh, we'd fuck that up royally. You're guaranteed. I did not pick up that spell. Oh, so this is metanology. You don't actually know this about the spell. I did not, but I, I seriously considered creating a homunculus. I was like, wait, but I already have an unseen servant. We're fine. Like, I, I already got my study buddy. And like... <laughs> now, that's, that's, that's fucking fan art I need to see. <laughs> Ollie and her unseen servant, the study buddy. Whoa, whoa, wait. You bring up fan art. And uh, the other day, uh, I created a uh, a coffee, I guess coffee? The Ko-Fi, ko-fi.com. Go buy me a coffee, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started that for the Arcane Dice podcast. And one of the things there... 
for your 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 basic membership tier is access to all of Chase's doodles that she makes while we're on the uh, on the podcast. <laughs> nice. She, she's looking a little nervous right now about <laughs> what she may have doodled. <laughs> Some of them are fucking terrible. They're not terrible. They are all gems. They are uh, wonderful representations of what's happening. Okay. I'm going to have to send you more of my toodles. <laughs> <laughs> right? That, that's that's not fan art. That's that's Ollie art. That's a completely that is, different thing. That is all original Ollie art. That's art for the fans, not fan mm-hmm. art. Ah, uh, there you go. Can I, think I not it's... be a fan and also part of the podcast? No. There you go. Why are you putting me in this box? <laughs> <laughs> because Stormy's in a box, so you may as well get in one as well. Well, I'm in a cage. It's all good. Same difference. Mem shows. So yeah, I'm 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 giving Mortor a bit of a <laughs> a look right now. <laughs> he's he's on speaking. Maybe he needs to take a trip into this cage with Stormy. Uh, you would have to kill Mortor. Uh, this still brings a bit of a smile to Deuce's face. <laughs> I mean, if you want to send Mortor in there, you you technically have to kind of kill him. Yeah. But if I go in, if I go into ours while holding on to the other one, is that like putting, is that like putting a hole inside of a bag of holding? Inception. Right? That's, 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 uh, that's an explode. Well, I don't want you in ours. I want you in the same one as Stormy. I have an idea. Do you think there's still bodies on that altar? Can we stick Stormy into one of those? (laughs) Um, You could resurrect his body into somewhat like his soul into a different body. I don't think he'd be happy with you. No, no, no. no. I wasn't happy. I got gender bent. I didn't have a choice. Clearly, I I have adapted. We can can kill you and make you a new body we can roll the dice and see what you get <laughs> no you want to know what I bet there's a cabal like gnome necromancers who are all surgeons and they handcraft the perfect bodies for the like ultra rich to re-inhabit right mm-hmm. somebody's watched Alter Carbon my next yeah. character yeah. she would have been like- able to been really into that Uh, with Stormbearer here, um, you could interact with him and use six of the cage's abilities, uh, and his soul released, but you don't know what would happen to his body. Uh, you have the call from the Raven Queen. I'm gonna say enough time has passed that you guys are allowed to take your long rests. Stormbearer, technically, you would have been able to take... Uh, a lot of long rests 
93 years worth. Yeah, yeah, 93 years worth of long rest. So you may also long rest and have your level up. I'm very excited about this long rest. Here's a thing. I'm going to play it out to the team here. Do you think if in the city there could be like another male Goliath around possibly a dead corpse? Because, you know, they were taking people that were like trying to get into the city to... You want to go find another male Goliath to put Stormberry? Yeah, you know what? I do have commune with cities, so I, I, that may be information that I already know. At least she said dead one, and she's not looking to kill some guy and steal a body. That's true. Um, I guess you could ask the king's soldiers to keep an eye out, and then we'll roll a d100 for you. Roll a D100, and let's see. How lucky can you be? I'm looking, there is like a 5% chance that there will be a male Goliath who is dead. So I'm looking for a 95 or higher. Oh, fuck. <laughs> How about a 41? No, uh, it's not going to be. That was a lot. So close. I'm so close. So close. Chase. Yeah. Well, the um, only solution to this, right, I guys. think, is uh, Cheesecake Johnson. That, that's not a solution. You're still here. You're just that's a problem. <laughs> well, here's the thing. How many characters you've had? <laughs> uh, a few. More than one. A few. This would be Cheesecake Johnson would be the fourth character that I have seen Let's <laughs> since see. I've joined. Cullis, uh, Carl... Major Votto on Klein. Stormbearer is four, so uh, Cheesecake Johnson would be number five. Now, okay, so so to be fair... Carl uh, isn't dead. Carlos is not dead. Carlos right? is dead. Oh, he's dead. No, no, he's not. He's not dead. He's still in, he's still in the birdcage, and once we finish that, we have the Raven Queen's agreement... That Cullis will be released from the birdcage or, yeah, released from the birdcage and put back into his body, which is being held in stasis. And you also have the bird yep. off with the bird wizard. Yeah, Carl's with the bird wizard. Uh, yep. Why do you guys say chicken, bird wizard? It's wizard. chicken wizard. What is wrong with you? Uh, chickens are birds. Chickens are birds. They're the same. They're poultry. Uh, they're, not, they're not real birds. Otto is in Mortor's <laughs> pocket. So, so uh, point to note, um, of auto is at, <laughs> at level 13, uh, Mortor has come into full resurrection. I think we need to bring back all of Dave's characters <laughs> and have him play all four characters. <laughs> I think we just have to have one single episode of Dave having to voice act all of those characters at the same time. Oh, I was thinking about making like a soundboard. <laughs> Dave just having like trademark quips and returns in like each one of his characters' voices. Dave, Dave's gonna have to go back and re-listen re to a whole bunch of. Yeah, I gotta remember how to do Cullis. His battle cry. Uh, so, and then, yeah, Cheesecake Johnson would be five. Yep. So Stormy is still stuck in the cage. We don't have an, a viable way to get him out without going to the Raven Queen. Um, but we still have the 
Incubus, who's in the Magic Circle. And how long does Magic Circle last for Raleigh? Is it 24 uh, hours? I think it lasts until you get rid of it. No, it's... A lot of us were working on it. I honestly was just the one who helped. Matt was the one who initiated the spell. Oh, no, it was the, the priests, I think, not yeah. Matt. It was me and Matt to start because I helped to speed um, up the process. Magic Circle is one hour. One hour, yeah. Oh, yeah, so. but every every spell level that we go higher, it increases by one hour. Okay, so I've only got this guy in here. He's only locked up for an hour. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna go over and talk to the incubus. Okay. All right. Because he was trying to he was trying to he's trying to get away from something. Hell, he's trying to get away from hell. Yes, yeah. but being force fed a gemstone, maybe not force fed a gemstone. You just. Keep your alchemy out of this for now, young lady. No. Incubus <laughs> sitting coolly in the center of the magic circle, um, just kind of taking in his surroundings and being very quiet. Very much just biding his time. Douche is going to walk over to the edge of the circle and squat down, and he's just giving him the, the eye. So who are you and what do you avoid? Why do you not want to go back? What what is what is their hold on you that they hold? Uh, he looks you up and down for a second, gives you a little smile, and says, uh, "Going back a failure uh, would mean an eternity of torture." So how we hide you then if? They have access to the plane with any type of magic. Will they not find you? Uh, he looks around at the clerics uh, and says, I'm sure you could think of a way of keeping me hidden. I have a way to keep you hidden, but it is very boring. But you would never want... You do not Jump have to down. worry about it. Ollie, shoot it! <laughs> Uh, and he is going to say, and in return for this, you wish the location of the library. Yes. Did Ollie hear that? <laughs> yes. Now Ollie's putting away her gems. <laughs> Maybe this is the solution. We don't know. So well, roll is... me a persuasion check here, or a charisma check. Charisma? <sighs> yeah. All right, what have I got? Hold on a second. Charisma. That's not terrible, but I'm doing persuasion. Yeah. Oh, actually, I do have persuasion. That's good. It's a 14. Where's my plus? So charisma's plus two, but persuasion's a plus seven. So 14, so 21. Very nice, yeah. He, he'll take boredom over an eternity of torture under the hands of one of the demon princes any day. Do, so. you, do you read? Do you, do you like book? Are you asking him if he likes books? Yes. Uh, he gives you know, a ask him if he likes apples. How <laughs> do you like uh, these apples? <laughs> Mortar, Mator, shut it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure I'd be asleep by now. 
Me and the dragon just curled up like two cats. Yeah. Sleeping. Safe in the magic circle. Yeah. I like how Mortor is trying to make it sound like they would be all, you know, intertwined peacefully. But instead, it would actually be the drake has landed on you. Its butt and tail are like over your face, holding you down. And it's kind of like locked its wing talons into your legs so you can't move. And it's got your cocoon like that. But you have just given up because you're not getting out from that. And the yeah, drake I feel warm and cute. Let's be honest here. Yeah. It's um. The Incubus will tell you that uh, the Great Library holds many secrets, and he's going to give a little nod to the, uh, the soul's cage in your hand, and he says, uh, even a solution for that problem. Uh, Dusha's eyebrow is immediately going to go up. And so... Deal is you provide us with location of library and any secret you know about library, including dangers, traps, creature that may inhabit, and safe route to get there. In exchange for, we will provide you with uh, safety for as long as you require within that nobody can reach you. And I will provide things like reading materials as are reasonable. The he gives a smile and a nod, and he says, agreed, and he holds out a clawed hand. Well, seeing how I can't breach the circle, you will just have to take my word as my bond. Martha, Peter, uh, come back. Why can't you go into the circle? Because you're an elemental? Or? No, you, you, you're not supposed to breach a magic circle. Oh. You'd have to break and then reseal it with an arcana check, but that's difficult stuff. You did to get him in there, but you did really well. So, um, Mortar, mirror. <laughs> uh, the dragon will wake up uh, enough for you, him to regurgitate the mirror, uh, and you're going to be able to lock the incubus away. Uh, and all while doing that, he'll go in willingly. He won't fight the um, the resistance, uh, and he'll make a comment about being full of surprises uh, as he goes in. Uh, and all he asks for is some paper and pencil for him to uh, to map out the location to. Oli, can you provide paper pen? <laughs> yes. What is Mortor chuckling about now? Like a. <laughs> some ink and like the least sharp quill that I have so it can't be used for like stabbing yeah, this isn't a prison like, not, he's not building a shank in there to fight off the other creatures I you gonna fight off us yeah all, all the precautions no I Mortar's having none of it and I'm grumpy because I just got my long rest interrupted so I come up and I, I slap the paper and the quill out of Ollie's hand, no ink. And I, I reach into my beard and I pull out like the smallest piece of charcoal. And I reach down to the paper and I tear off like a thumb sized piece. And I roll the charcoal in that. And I was like, this is all that fucker gets. Tell him next time he wakes me up, I'll be angry. Ollie's just going to yes. sadly go and pick up their supplies. Be like, That's so rude. <laughs> Yes, Matt Arthur. 
they pat him on the head. Go back to sleep. It was a great dream. Okay. It was very popular. All the ladies liked me. Give me a pen and quill and paper. I give. No, the incubus. No pen. You guys can give the incubus a writing implement and some paper, and he will make a map. Uh, It will take him a bit of time. Uh, to get all the information out just due to how complicated it's going to be to get there. Um, and in that time, um, Stormbear, actually, <laughs> not Storm, Dave, who is Cheesecake Johnson? And um, would he have helped out the city if he was here and seen the undead? <clears throat> You want to know? You want to know Cheesecake Johnson? And uh, Cheesecake Johnson definitely would have helped out the city. Well, maybe not so much as the city, more so much as, uh, you know, try to find out what was the meaning of all this, right? Why why are there all these undead uh, all around? And strangely enough, Cheesecake Johnson being the traveler he is and... Uh, a follower of uh, a great magics and, and trying to uh, figure out the uh, the result or the, the cause, I would say would 99.9% be here. Okay. Uh, following the, the great residue of magic uh, in the courtyard, you're just full of incredibly powerful and great magic pieces wielded about. You can find yourself uh, in this courtyard because, unfortunately, Stormbear, I do believe, will be trapped in the cage until you guys can either get to the library or return to the Raven Queen. Uh, Cheesecake Johnson will arrive on the scene. Uh, Can you describe for us what Cheesecake Johnson might look like amongst all these dwarves? All right. So this is is what, what they all hear. Is he a baker? It's going to be like coming through the crowd uh, of the residual leftovers of the undead. And you're going to hear like loud, uh, loud explosions. Bang, bang. And this voice like, go on, get, get, go on, get. Right. As these flashes of flashes of light, uh, clouds of smoke. Uh, as as uh, flame bolts uh, go flying through uh, undead. And eventually, you're going to hear the jingle jangle of spurs. Cling, cling. As this small, three foot tall figure approaches. First thing you notice is the giant sombrero. Uh, the second thing, you know, we we just got put on another watch list. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> he's is it is is I can't call it anything else. It's it's uh, it's not a cowboy hat. It's nope. not a whatever. It is a big sombrero, uh, and it's got the. Uh, the danglies all around it, you know, like the uh, the Australian corks 
uh, to keep the bugs away. <laughs> and he's, uh, like I said, he's uh, he's about three foot tall. Uh, he's wearing like a uh, a sh- uh, collared, like kind of platey, patched up shirt, uh, suspenders. He's got these uh, canvas like pants on. Uh, and then a big, uh, a big staff in his left hand. Maybe the first thing you notice is the, uh, not so much the sombrero. It's really big. It's, uh, definitely, uh, show-stopping. Uh, the very fact that this face is nothing but a black void. Uh, a black void? A black void. Who As is Cheesecake Johnson? Uh, Cheese Cheesecake Johnson is a uh, is a war mage. Uh, he's on a quest. He's uh, he's looking to track down some of the bigger, better magic users out there, and uh, you know maybe You're learn a from late. them. Maybe learn from <laughs> them. Well, hey, you know what? He didn't have the inside track information, right? He's got to do this on his own. Right? All right. And he's going to come up. Uh, notice uh, this group of people. Maybe uh, the king, the, the clerics, uh, the party. Uh, and he's going to make his way up and every once in a while... Big gout of flame, puff of black smoke, and a black bang coming out as he, you know, finger guns a uh, an undead or two. Like, huh? Seems like you uh, you had a little bit of a tussle up in here. Looking like uh, maybe perhaps you came out on the better half. All right. As Cheesecake Johnson arrives in the courtyard, um, makes his appearance, walks up. Uh, we are going to call it for this episode here uh, with Cheesecake Johnson. Stormbearer, uh, you begin to feel a little uh, like draw back to the inside of the cage as the interaction with Dusha uh, fades. Uh, and you'll find yourself once again hiding out in the, uh, the demi-plane. Until you're resummoned, Stormbearer doesn't uh, hide. Do- mm-hmm. Stormbearer has what? He doesn't hide. He's he's just going to go right back to attacking the mages. That's uh, that's his thing. He is in paradise right now, right? Um, yeah, uh, Dusha, you will be awaiting. Uh, by the mirror for the incubus to finish with the plans. Uh, he will answer any questions that you have um, about the library. So like what creatures are guarding it, what kind of traps, stuff like that. Um, all you can keep track of that as well, keeping your own notes, I assume, uh, on the subject, asking questions if you have it. The incubus will be free to answer. Uh, and that is, yeah, that's where we're going to call it. Yes. Trying to kill me. <laughs> stuck 
much excitement. Very much excitement. Uh, is there anything? Is what there is anything going on? Wants, uh, the end. Where's the rest of your shirt? Where's the rest? Hey, I of wish I could wear a belly shirt. Uh, no. I'd be showing too much belly. No, you cannot wear a belly shirt, Raph. That's, uh, oh, I can. Just, you want, nobody nobody wants to see that. Uh, oh, women's five clothes. Weeks. Okay. Wow, this sweater is so cute. And then you hold it up, you're like, where? where's the bottom of it? <laughs> I paid for a full shirt. This is only half a shirt. What is the point in wearing a sweater if my organs aren't warm? <laughs> That's a good point. Yep. Sorry, Glenn, you were saying? Uh, I think that is it for this episode. And we will pick up with the arrival of Cheesecake Johnson. Uh, and you guys plan to uh, get Stormy Man, out. The gnome with no face. Yeah. Is he a gnome or a halfling? I guess we can't really tell if we can't see his face. He's just short. He's just I, short. I have also been... What? He's short. Rugged. Um, sure, you, that doesn't tell me if he's a gnome or a halfling. You're, 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 you're probably uh, thankful of the, the black... Uh, void of his face because he would just not be able to handle the the rugged handsomeness of this uh, war mage. Oh, is, is he just really, 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 really ridiculously good looking? We're going to have to assume that. Like kooky. <laughs> good looking in a kooky way. Can he and, turn left? And, and you know? <laughs> Nobody can finger gun. You know, Dave, uh, since you described it as a black void, first thing Mortor is going to do, like next episode, first thing Mortor is going to do is take a pebble and toss it into your face and see if it just disappears. <laughs> it makes uh, a hollow echo. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a well. <laughs> just threw something down a well. Because <laughs> I, I want to find out if it's like just the shadow from the sombrero that's like enshrouding your features or if there's actually just a hole where your face is and I'm does, I'm gonna does I'm cheesecake Johnson count as another bag of holding I just just <laughs> oh Jesus Christ no you cannot just, shove just, your hand into his face to pull out items you know it comes out the backside <laughs> he's gotta poop it out yep yep but you have to poop that mirror <laughs> No, I'm sure yeah, the rest of your days. I want to find. I want to find out how deep his face goes. I <laughs> love <laughs> your sex tape. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. I mean, that's that's absolutely valid. Um, so just before we uh, we sign off there, though, Glenn, um, after Mortor's uh, long rest and the long rest for the the party, I guess. Um, I'm I'm gonna pull back uh, the breastplate on my armor, and Ooh. with the dagger that I keep under my beard, I'm gonna scratch in Stormy's name at the bottom of a list. Ah <laughs> oh, shit! So I've Stormy's got... not gone. We still have Stormy. Literally, he's in a cage. We have him. Yes, and and since Mortor's been around, I've lost Cullis and Carl and Otto von Klein. And Stormy. And these are all, these are all my people 
They're all my friends, and they are all people that I am going to ensure uh, get brought right, back right. again. Oh, okay. So, like, back. I don't yeah. want to be like super mean, but like Otto von Klein was our friend for like maybe a day. Doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm I'm carrying his ashes you. for a reason. Yeah. I've got this. Oh, I have dialogue for that. What the hell yeah. is that noise? All right, guys, you have a good weekend. For your next yes. Episode. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you for introducing us to uh, thanks, to, Glenn, to our new cheesecake Johnson dude. Right. This is lots of fun. Oh, it's going to be amazing until he dies. Oh, so good. <laughs>